On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we talk about how the Lightning scored as many goals as coaches got ejected. But first, I want to tell you about today's presenting sponsor, and that is BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, without further ado, let's play that music. Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. What's up, everybody? And just another reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts on today's episode, like I teased in the cold open. And really, that's what the, the, the headline of this game should be. The Lightning had just as many goals in this game as they did coaches ejected. And that's not a stat line that you hear often. That's not a stat line that you want to hear often or at all. Uh, As we all know, and the game I'm referencing, the Lightning played the Pittsburgh Penguins on Thursday night. Yes, we're backtracking just a little bit. Uh, But yeah, this is a game that we need to discuss. Uh, It it seems as thus far this season as the Lightning cannot play well consistently against these penguins the penguins completely own them they they have a lot of experience and, and a lot of you know i'm going to preface this conversation about this game just to start off and say this is not a outcome that we should really be surprised about just because of the amount of experience that this penguins team has a lot of people like to write them off because well they're not as good as the penguins of old that we saw win back to back cups a couple years back but they still have that core i even warned everybody about this just with the recent play that the lightning have exhibited and what i mean by that if if you don't know actually what i mean go ahead and listen to our last episode because guess what this was a game that as unfortunate as it is that you don't want to see this is a game that needs to happen this is there's there's a game i feel and I've kind of been talking about this and somewhat wishing for it all season where the lightning needed a game all season long where I feel like they just haven't learned their lesson and just take a step back for a moment. Cause obviously I I'm, we are putting this out on March 6th. So we, you know, we're, we're three days past, but this is a game before even discussing and, and, and thinking about Chicago and Ottawa, I want you to say that this is a game that the Lightning needed to learn from, a game that needed to happen. Because what we have been seeing all season long is the Lightning just relying solely on, well, we're still in this. Things will happen. They'll just come to us. And that may not be the immediate mindset. You may not think you may not have heard that, obviously, from players, because guess what? They're not going to say that in front of a live mic. They're not going to think that or say that out loud. They might think it, but they'll never admit it. And and I'm not going to fault them for that because what athlete in their right mind is going to stay out, say, well, we always can rely on our talent to get us back into games. And we just aren't the best of stars. And I, and I'm, and I bet you a hundred dollars that that has run through a couple of players minds that, well, 
you know, we may not be the best starters, but guess what? We're we're the best team in the league and we'll always be in it, which is true. That's good confidence, but it's to a fault. I mean, we've seen it all season long. We see it the last couple of years. How slow of starters the Lightnings have the Lightning have been. And I have warned everyone, every listener of this show, that this was something that was gonna happen. I I said it last episode that the Lightning have been notorious for this. They've dug themselves more holes than we could probably even count at this point. But they've always they they've gotten lucky bounces. They've gotten lucky calls here and there. They got they've they've played very well. But when was it? And I threw this question out on the last episode as well as I tweeted it during the game. And I mean after the game. When is their luck gonna run out? When is it gonna finally turn ugly? And when I say ugly, really ugly. And we saw it, and and the answer is we saw it in this game. A 5-1, just really, uh, not to put it lightly, a thrashing, an embarrassment at home. Where really, you know, the Lightning, they, they made some noise in the second period. But that was it. That was it. After the Pierre-Edouard Balmar goal, that was it. The Lightning allowed too many chances down the ice. They they allowed the the Penguins to get too many high high danger ch- opportunities up in front of the net, which is the reason why they've been giving up a ton of goals lately. Their soft play on the doorstep in front of Vasilevsky. He's the best goaltender in the world, but you got to give the guy a chance. You can't leave him out to dry, and that's what they did. And that frustration bubbled over onto the bench. John Cooper. Got gets ejected. We'll we'll talk about that in the second part of the show. But this was bad, man. This was bad. Now, obviously, now we could look at the next two games and acknowledge their existence, of course, because we have to. But we will talk about them more in depth on the next following episode. So keep tuned for that. But the Lightning obviously recovered. They played well in the next two games. Uh, most recently tonight. Big win over the Chicago Blackhawks in Chicago. And excuse me, I just like to correct myself that they did not play the Senators on Friday. It was Detroit, so excuse me for that. But two very good wins. We'll talk about that on the next episodes. We're dropping a couple of tonight, so keep an eye out for that. But yeah, uh, you know what? Not a good look for the best team in the league. Not a good look for a team that is coming off two consecutive Stanley Cup wins. This is a very, you know, and we could say, well, they bounce back. That's fantastic. You're playing two teams that are not going to make the playoffs, outscoring them nine to four. La-di-da. Now, I'm not going to discount the, the quality or or the value of a win and, and cu- accumulating points. Absolutely not. Every point is vital. But I look at this series between Pittsburgh and Tampa as a future potential playoff series because, listen, what it comes down to it is that chances are, if the standings stay where they are at this moment on March 6th, Lightning are in first place. And if the standings, if the playoffs were to start tomorrow, the Lightning play Toronto. And let's be honest. We're, we're hoping for the Lightning 
and, and most likely the Lightning will come out on top in that series. I, I would imagine that would probably go to a six six game, maybe even seven. Toronto, I guess he's Toronto coming out playing playing super hard. But at some point, whether it be in the next round or the round after or whatever, you know, I'm not going to get into seating and all that stuff. Lightning are probably going to play Pittsburgh. And going into a playoff series, playing the way you have played against this team, it it's not a good look. It, I, I can't say it does much for the confidence level for this team. Now, a lot could change. We've seen it here and there over the last couple of years. We, we've, we've seen the Lightning at times play like they did the other night in – Arguably, I think we can all agree it's probably the worst game they've played all year, just top to bottom. Uh, I don't think Vasilevsky did a, 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 a did a terrible job. I think a lot of the saves he made. I I I hate to crap on him, and I don't mean to, but I think if you have Elliott in net, I think five one is you're lucky for that score. You're lucky if you walk out of that building, your own building, like that, and. It, it was just an embarrassment of a game, and, and then I'll, I'll I'll talk about obviously the whole Cooper uh, ejection sequence because that was just a very strange thing that happened. Obviously, we don't see a lot of NHL coaches uh, get ejected from games, and, and we'll talk about all the circumstances behind that and and maybe try to speculate. Um, and I'm sure th- there's obviously been a lot of speculation and the NHL being what it is, we're not going to get anything, uh, any in-depth analysis or, or behind the scenes information that at all. So, uh, but yeah, just to top it off with a cherry, just what an embarrassing game. What, what a way to lose at home. Just not something that you want to do, but we'll talk about how the lightning, how they bounce back, how they bounce back and, in their next game on Friday on the next episode against the Detroit Red Wings, in which they won 3-1. And, but in the next segment, we'll obviously talk about uh, John Cooper's ejection, uh, maybe some of the reasonings behind that. Uh, is this something you know that maybe we look back on if things go Ari, uh, Rari down the, uh, down the stretch? I mean, let's face it, the Lightning aren't going to miss the playoffs, but still, uh, we still got to talk about this because this is still big. So we'll talk about all of that in just a little bit. But first, I'm going to talk uh, talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Athletic Greens. Now, Athletic Greens is one of our newest sponsors, and they sent me a ton of stuff the other day. Uh, and I just want to thank them. So I started using them right away. And I feel super healthy. Now, I've been talking a lot about the show with with other ad reads about how I wanted to start off this year super healthy, whether it's get back in the gym and and eat, even eat more. Well, the gym thing didn't work out, so we got to work on the eating now. So I didn't have time to get back in the gym, but I've been reading and reading about, you know, you got to have better gut health. You got to have better gut health that leads to more energy and then it leads to a better immune system. Uh, but I don't want to take pills. I don't want to do all that stuff. I don't want to take vitamins. I, I, I just want a supplement that actually tastes good. It makes me feel good and something that I could get excited about. Well, guess what? Athletic Greens is the plug, the plug that I needed that I didn't even know I needed. And with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. I didn't even know what adaptogens were. I didn't even know that was a word. 
until I started taking Athletic Greens. And you're going to want to know exactly what that is. To help you start your day right, this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All those things. Now, they incorporate AG1 into your life. And, and, and I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know what that was. But guess what? It helps my digestion. I sometimes in the morning, especially, I... I need to get my my gut and health. I need to get my stomach and health. And and I had problems with settling my stomach. And guess what? This thing really solved all my issues almost instantly. And it's super and simple. And the best part about all this is that it tastes amazing. Now, if you want to get into this, if you want to make a commitment to being healthy in the new year, especially as, as we all know, another playoff run is right around the corner and that could easily deteriorate your health mentally and physically but let's get ahead of the game people let's get ahead of game for the playoffs make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash nhl network again that is athleticgreens.com slash nhl network to take ownership of your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance and we're back on segment two of locked on lightning i just want to thank everybody once again whether you're listening to this at night whether you're listening to this in the morning whether it's during your lunch break i'm going to thank you for making this your first listen of the day so talking more about just the complete unraveling of really what is one of more of the more what is really the one of the more stoic teams in the NHL one of the more respected and feared teams in the NHL and this was kind of something that with everything that has been going on all season long highs and lows and and I I don't think that this just started in this game. This was something that I believe that has just been a buildup all season long, whether it was going to happen in this game against the Penguins or it could have happened in another game against some other random team. I think that John Cooper's reaction. Now, if you're not, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So there was a couple of penalties, a big, a big, you know, coming together of the two teams, couple of rough housing, a lot of penalties uh, being thrown around here and there during the middle of the second period. And what happened was, and I still was, I, I, I'm still very confused as to why the refs chose to call it like this. But basically what happened was, was that the refs ended up giving the man advantage to the lightning. And really what was very interesting by that, I really thought it was going to be offsetting penalties. I didn't really think, you know, and, what the 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 lead uh, referee on this game was Wes McCauley, who we all know. If you watch enough hockey, you've you've heard the name enough times to know he he is one of the more respected referees in the game. Uh, you may know him. He's one of the the referees that whenever they do a review, he kind of does the dramatic pause, and and everybody thinks it's a laugh, haha, all that cute stuff. So. Wes McCauley has been in the National Hockey League as an official for for many years. So he's been around the block. I'm sure he's he's dealt with verbal abuse to a certain degree from NHL coaches for many years on many occasions to where it's one of those things where the guy is probably he has a thick skin by now. Now, what happened was was that there was there was penalties where I really thought they were going to be offsetting. We were going to play four on four, whatever the case. And 
the Penguins ended up getting the man advantage, which was very strange to me. And of course, John Cooper was upset, which he he has every right to be. Um, and through the various uh, you know outlets, I'm sure you could find the articles out there as well as what I I, I don't obviously we don't know the verbiage. There were some. There's some outlets saying that apparently Cooper called uh, Penguins their uh, call them America's team, uh, making the, the the reference towards that the Penguins are the one of the least penalized teams in the league. Which basically, I guess that was a little dig at Wes McCauley. Basically, John Cooper saying, "Well, you know what? Of course you're not going to call that. Uh, of course you're giving them the advantage. Everybody loves them. The the darling of the NHL. Blah blah blah." Which I don't think that is the reason why Macaulay kicked them out. I think the reason why, and, and it doesn't take a rock, rocket scientist to 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 maybe think about this and, and maybe come to a conclusion as to what exactly transpired as to why Cooper um, decided to, uh, I, excuse me, Wes Macaulay decided to, to give John Cooper uh, an early exit. <laughs> I think really what it comes down to is that Cooper, you know, he, Wes McCauley said, all right, enough is enough. Let's, let's go. And Cooper just kept going, kept going and kept going. And, and it, and it delayed the game. And, and I think a seasoned vet like Wes McCauley just doesn't stand for something like that. Okay. If you want to have your piece, that's fine. Do say what you got to say. I could take it. But if you're going on and on about it, I understand and you're in delaying the the restart of the game. Yes, that's that's something that obviously can happen. And and I'm sure that you know probably 50% of that was was John Cooper try, uh just you know having his say and just being frustrated and his his emotions got the rest the best of him. But what I think really what it came down to is the reason why that happened is because it it this game, and it goes back to what I said. I, I mean, there's really not much to say about this, and and I'm not going to completely crap on the Lightning, but this was the worst game they've had all year. They came out, dug themselves a two nothing hole, shocking, shocking, and they chipped away. Yes, that was a great opportunity and, and a good sequence that led to Belmar's goal to put them within one, but that was it. Their defense in the neutral zone and in their own zone on the rush on the back check was absolutely horrendous. Uh, their 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 presence up in front of their own net to give Vasilevsky some room to work was just absolutely horrendous. There was there was really no energy from this team. There was physicality. I mean, there there but there is a difference. There's a difference playing physical, and then there's a difference with going out there and, and having some pep in your step in this case, just, you know, skating around with, with a purpose. And we didn't really see that. We really didn't see that. It, it seemed like the guys and, and, you know, some people might have a problem with this, but let's face it. Like every bad team, every good team has a bad night. And this was a bad night for the Tampa Bay lighting and probably the worst night we've seen out of this team in two years. Really, I, I like I said. I, the, the more I look at the the highlights of this game, the more I just become disgusted. And and you know, a lot of people listening to this podcast are saying, "Well, you're releasing this, you know, three days later, and they've won two games in that span. That's great." But like I said, look at who those wins are against. Those are two against, all right, a, a mid level Detroit Red Wings team who 
really is the bot one of the bottom feeders in this division. And then you have the Blackhawks, who are by far one of the worst teams in the NHL. So look at those quality of wins. You know, I'm not going to say this team is back given the performance that they put out the other night. Just the absolute, really horrendous, like I, I keep saying, that's going to be the word of the, the night, uh, word of the show. You know, I usually, consistency is usually the word that is put out there, but horrendous, you know, and they have Winnipeg coming up on, on, uh, on Tuesday. So, and, and they lost, they got absolutely annihilated and you know 4-1 is not exactly you know an absolute shellacking but they lost they lost 4-1 to the Rangers who are a good team so I I don't think that this team will be back or I won't I won't give into the fact that they are winning high quality games until we see what they do against Calgary on Thursday and then how they follow that up against the Oilers because those are the two toughest teams on this road trip. Given the fact that they are in the Pacific Northwest, and you're going to have to deal a little bit with with time zone and travel. I get it. That's completely. I, I'll give them a little bit of, a a little bit of uh, leeway on that. But those are two teams, regardless. And, and we're not going to be able. We're not going to give them that the the same benefit of the doubt when it comes to playoff time. And, and that's really what the lighting should be treating these games as is playoff games, especially against Calgary and Edmonton. Against Calgary, who was playing incredible, having a fantastic season. And and one of those teams that, you know, they add a couple of pieces at the trade deadline. Uh, they're, they're a cup contender in the West, you know, regardless of what you think about Colorado and even Vegas, who's having a pretty rough go of it. But really what it comes down to is that the Lightning need to start winning the, the games that matter. And, and that's not just the games against low-level teams like a Detroit or like a Chicago or an Ottawa in their previous game prior to this. They need to start going out there and playing against teams and playing well against teams like a Pittsburgh, like a Calgary. And we haven't seen that consistently. We haven't seen that. And that is why John Cooper completely lost his head in this game, other than trying to fire his team up, which clearly did not work. I would love to be a fly on the wall for that that postgame talk between him and the team, too, because that was just there was no energy. There was no energy out of this team. There was no energy at all. There was, there was, and, and I hate to say this, and I've never said this in the two years that I've been hosting this show, but, and this is the first time I'm saying it, and I could confidently say it, and I think a majority of people will look, look back at the highlights. You don't even have to watch the entirety of the game again. No heart. No heart. And they got beat down in the worst possible way in their own building against a team who, Really, you, you hold the rosters against these two teams. The Lightning should have this should have been the, the outcomes of this game should have been reversed. But that veteran leadership, that 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 know-how to win the the cerebral game on the ice, the Penguins flat out won in the first period. And, and really what it comes down to before we head into the break is that the Lightning need to start playing 60 minutes. Not start playing after the first 10. Not start playing after a period in the second. Play from the initial puck drop. Give it a shot. See how that goes. All right. We're going to talk about our last two sponsors of the day, and then we'll wrap things up of the episode, excuse me. And that the first of which is bet online. Now, football season might be over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. Bet online. 
remains the best spot for all your favorite sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage, which has just ended. So, you know, if you want to bet on the futures of the Olympics, you know, BetOnline.net has all of it. So I'm sure they already have it. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. And let's talk about our other sponsor of the episode. And last but not least, the OGs sponsoring us since day one. And that is Built Bar. Now, I've already spoken about eating right earlier in this episode because let's face it, the gym is a lost cause. Maybe we'll, we'll try maybe in May when beach season starts to roll around. But I'm trying to mix in some healthy snacks here and there between taking my protein powder, between drinking more water and bet uh, Built Bar, excuse me, has me covered. And I... I love these things. They are 100% covered in real chocolate. 100% real chocolate. How many protein bars can you say do that? Uh, you know, they 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 and they taste great and I don't feel disgusting afterwards. Not like it's not like a Cliff bar or any of those other bars where it feels like I'm basic. I might as well just eat chalk at that point. And the best thing about these things is that they taste like a candy bar and that they're low calorie, high protein, and they are a great substitute if you want to just eat something to get you started going in the morning or you want to eat something uh, between meals. These are the things for you. So go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart and you will see, you'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb, most bar. Most bars contain 130 calories with four grams of sugar. So, and you could compare that to any candy bar. It will blow you out of the water. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, wrapping things up on this show. Now, this was a frustrating loss. And, and I think, you know, if you looked at what some of the things these players said, they did, after the game, they didn't have much to say, and and coach uh, coach John Cooper just said it right, and I think Maroon also said the same thing was that Pittsburgh came out and they take it to them, they took it to us, quote unquote, and I'm loosely quoting that, but that's really what the gist, and, and that's true. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh came to play, and Lightning did it. They really didn't. They were not prepared mentally for this game. You know, if they would have just done what they needed to do. And and I've been, I, I, I said that, I said this all season long. I said this all season long and most recently in the last episode that this, something like this was going to happen. Something like this was going to happen and it was not going to be pretty. And look what happened. And, you know, Lightning fans are some of the best fans in the league. Now, I, I didn't hear any booing on television when I was watching the game, but you know, if you were there in the arena, uh, if you want to reach out and let us know what the atmosphere was like, I Lightning fans don't boo their own kind. That's just not the fan base they are. But I'm curious as to what it was like in the arena. And so go ahead and reach out to us on our Twitter page or our Instagram page. Let us know what it was like if you were in the building. Like, I, I mean, there was a ton of Penguins fans there, so I heard a lot of cheering mostly from that side. But reach out to us on our Twitter page, LO underscore Lightning on Twitter, Lockdown underscore Lightning on Instagram. Subscribe to us on our YouTube page. We're putting out more content on there. So go ahead, give us a thumbs up. Follow us, please. Uh, we really appreciate all the enthusiasm you have all been giving us all season long as well as over the last couple of years. So once again, we, we appreciate it. And we want to continue the ball rolling with the show, continue to grow. 
so we could have all that momentum, all that as many people on the bandwagon as possible as lightning go to to attempt, which I, I still think they do. I mean, this is a bad loss. This is a bad night, but this is not a season ender. This isn't something that we're going to look on if the lightning were to fall short and not try and three-peat and look at, oh, it was that game in March where they got absolutely annihilated at home against the Penguins. Now, I mean, at the same time, the Penguins are one of the best, if not the best team on the road this season. So you got to give them a little credit. But really what it was, was, you know, Penguins didn't always go out there and play good hockey. The Lightning just didn't go out there and their heads weren't in the right habit. They weren't, they weren't in it. And they need to start playing from the initial puck drop. And, you know, we'll, we'll see it in these next couple of games that I'll talk about uh, Detroit on the next episode. And then obviously tonight's game against the Blackhawks. We'll talk about that on a separate episode. So keep an eye out for those as uh, we put them out. So go ahead and check those out. Uh, once again, go ahead, like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed and as well as we are on YouTube. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.